Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA investing system and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. We got a nice rally back today. It wasn't a huge rally day, but it was a nice one. And that's a lot to do with how orderly it was today. For the last two to three weeks, we got nothing but 5 to 10% moves one way or the other. So to have a day that returned to a little bit of somewhat normalcy here was pretty nice. So, And in this day of normalcy, we saw some strong signs looking forward for our market. First is something that we've touched on here previously, often here on, the, on this podcast, and that is how the market reacts to bad news. Markets that go up on bad news is a very bullish event. And today, something that kind of seemed to try to slide beneath the radar was the infection rate numbers actually rose significantly as we've got an increase in testing now. But the cases in the United States rose to over 10,442 cases. That's the number there. And of course, I'm not trying to make light of this fact at all. And our, our hearts go out to those who are currently fighting this virus and everybody out there affected by this. But The market took the news on its head today and continued higher despite of it. That is a very bullish event and a strong sign of a turn as we see it here. But also announced today something that was pretty bullish was that we continue to hear that there are no new cases in Wuhan. And take that as you will, data out of China, but no new cases. Uh, It sounds like in the last couple of days. So very strong sign there of what we could see here in the near future. Folks, we're continuing to hear signs that are, are signals that the individual stimulus that they've talked about, you know, that $1,000 check for everybody, $500 for families with kids on the top of that, that has been number, that number has been talked about a lot. It's not certain what it's going to be. Steve Mnuchin just said it's going to be a big number. And we're starting to hear reports that that number could be much higher than $1,000 over the course of this for many of us here. But more importantly, Some of the laws that are going to go into place with this stimulus, and I'm talking about the bailouts here, but as Kip said in his podcast this morning, after 9-11, they immediately, the government immediately signed the Patriot Act, which was a bipartisan bill. In the time of crisis like this, big bipartisan bills get passed. So this is the playbook that we're looking at here again, and it's going to bring in something like the Patriot Act, a new Patriot Act. And, of course, it's going to have some fancy name. We've been talking about it all all day here today. Something like the America First Act or America Wins Act. Uh, We're joking about a few other ones as well. But regardless of the name, we're looking out for a bill like this now. And it could be part of the bailout package as well. And we think that, and this in part, could try to rein in the control of many corporations in the United States that have just frankly, gotten too powerful. And I'm a fan of capitalism, and I say that. So you know that something is wrong here. But this especially goes for companies that take the bailouts. Unlike 2008, that bailout money is going to come with some serious stipulation. And you know what? That won't be such a bad thing. Like we've talked about with the bailout funds, 
companies not being allowed to grant higher salaries or bonuses to their executive board. That's a good thing. That money should be going back to the people. They will not be able to buy back stock with that money. Again, it's going to be used to pay lost salaries and rebuild companies after this economic stall. And in addition to that, none of these companies should be able to have teams of lobbyists in Washington, D.C. paying off politicians. That is 100% illegal today. But they're trying to do that to ensure that these companies get what they want when the votes are cast. No company should be able to do this, and especially not ones that take bailouts. If that's the case, that is a dystopian sign of what we are seeing right now. And that law should probably be expanded to those companies who aren't taking bailouts as well. That is something that has to be fixed. Again, this money has to go to those people who have lost salaries and have been affected during this period. And like I said, folks, I love capitalism. I love business. But I think that we can all agree that in some cases it's gotten it's gotten out of control. And I'm talking about CEOs that in some cases are getting paid 500 to 1 of what their typical employee makes. That is an outrageous number. On average, at the top 350 firms in the United States, that number, the average CEO makes 278 to 1 what their lowest or what their typical employees. That's not even their lowest. That's their typical employee there. These things should not be happening, especially when you have people who are barely making a living wage and should not, certainly should not be allowed to happen if a company is taking bailout money. That's the key here. These, the bailout companies should not be able to pay their executive boards and their CEOs an exorbitant amount like what we've seen. Folks, we're the richest country in the world. And it's time that we ensure that the hard workers of this nation share in that wealth. It's not socialism. But it's responsible capitalism, and I think that we can all agree at some level on that. Now, that being said, let's take a look at our market action today. Like I said, it was a nice rally and, and a nice orderly rally today. Not, not a crazy day, but a day of normalcy. And the Russell 2000 actually led the way today, which has been beat up. It's been our laggard here, even through these times, up a big 6.82% today to 1,058 for the Russell 2000. We were followed there by the NASDAQ, which is good. Out of the big three, it led the way, and we want to see tech lead the way. And I'll touch on semis here in a second, but semis were up over 6% today, had a nice rally into the close as well. So that's what we want to see. Tech lead the way and semis lead tech. The NASDAQ up 2.3% today to 7,150. We were followed there by the Dow up 0.95% today. Just off the highs, but uh, still a strong day today to 20,087. And lastly here, the S&P 500 was our laggard. But remember, it had that important close yesterday above the 12-24-2018 lows, the December from hell lows, and continued to hold up above that today, up almost a half a percent to 2,409 for the S&P 500. And looking here now at our internals on the day, we continue to see improvement here. We've seen improvement since last Thursday. Thursday really marked that that sell-off internal low there. Despite having, we had lower days on Monday and yesterday, but that improvement continued. So low, Thursday was low. Monday, even though selling off was better, yesterday was better. And today we got solid numbers here. Advances 
beating out declines over 3-1 to one positive on the day. New highs to new lows are still playing some catch-up and, and likely will for some time. But we did get some, a few good companies like a Kroger uh, hitting new 52-week highs today. But overall, we did finish negative on that number uh, for our indexes. And lastly here, volume coming in roughly 3 to 1 positive on the day-to-day as well. So pretty strong internals on the day. Looking at our sectors, we finished with, let's see here, we finished with 7 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. Energy led the way, and I'll get to more on that in a second, as oil had a record day-to-day, but up 6.75 for energy. Yeah, followed there by... Sorry, folks. Uh, we're followed there by consumer discretionary, financials, and materials. Tech was up there as well. Did fall off a little bit into the close. But like I said, semis had a strong day today, more than uh, tripling the the tech sector. So that's what we want to see is, is semis leading tech. Housing, uh, the real estate sector in the S&P was down, but HGX, uh, the housing index, was higher on the day. So strong day there as well. And finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch. Let's take a look here. Gold was down slightly on the day by about three-tenths of 1% to 1,473 an ounce. But here's something important. The miners are continuing to lead the way as GDX, the miner ETF, was up as much as 15% plus earlier in the day, finishing up 8% on the day, which is a strong day there. And that's what we want to see, miners leading gold. That is very bullish as we've talked about on the backside of this thing, once we get past this, we're going to see an environment where the precious metals and miners soar. With so much stimulus in our system right now, they have no choice but to. Just like after or during the Great Depression, home state mining was the number one performing stock during the decade of the Great Depression. That is a mining stock. It, it, huge gains there, nearly 70% a year or so. And that's what the smart money knows going forward, that when gold is rallying, miners have the leverage and that's where you want to be. So again, strong day for the miners there. Silver up almost 3% on the day to $12.12 an ounce, $12.12. Copper up just over half a percent to $2.16 a pound. And oil, as I mentioned earlier, record day today here is the WTI Crude is having its biggest day on record, up 24.24%. And I got to be honest, this is strange to say when it was such a big day, up 24% to 25.91 a barrel now. I mean, we were just at 50 a month ago, a little over that. I mean, so it's very strange to say to 25.91 a barrel. But I spoke with one of my contacts in the Permian Basin today and just asked them how they're doing at $25 a barrel. I know that it's going to be tough for them to operate, but he had some very constructive things to say. And that is that for a large part, these oil companies are much better organized than they were after the oil crash of 2014. They have cash. They're not extremely leveraged. They have plans in place right now to take their less efficient wells offline and continue with their best wells. So that's a a strong sign of, of an organized industry there. They'll also have the ability here to renegotiate some of their land contracts at these prices. And then when oil prices do go back, They're not going to renegotiate those deals. They're going to have great deals in place then that will allow them to make even more profits going forward. Now, there's no doubt that these companies have been hurt 
There's, there's absolutely no doubt about that. And it's going to lead to some mergers and acquisitions and some co- consolidation in the industry. But like I said, they're much more prepared now than they were in the past. And a lot of these companies are in a good position right now. And at these prices makes them prime acquisition targets for bigger companies as well. Lastly for today, Bitcoin having a big day today, getting back some of its losses up 16.2%, back above $6,000 of Bitcoin to 6206 of Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe uh, to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at vrainsider.com slash podcast. While you're there, check out our 14-day free trial, especially in a time like this. We're here for all of your questions. Uh, And again, our hearts go out to all of those affected by this. We want to be here for you during these times. So thank you for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.